Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Here we are. Here we are. We're doing hard, cold opens onto this podcast. I like a hard, cold open because why beat around the bush, you know? Those are two things that remind me of why I love America. Opening a cold, hard one and doing landscape and beating around my bush. Beating around your bush day in, day out. You know, there are podcasts, and I won't name them uh, because I don't want anyone to know that there are other podcasts, but hypothetically there are other podcasts that do cold opens that are often like not at all related to the actual content of the show. Okay. And sometimes I'm like, hey guys, why do you have a theme? You all talk about great stuff. And now oh. you're talking about video games for an hour. Yeah, so like they'll be on like a really good tangent and they'll be like, anyway, back to our rigid structure to where we're gonna talk exactly. about something completely different. There's no rules to podcasting. No. Hey, newsflash podcasters. There's no rules in podcasting. And there's no crying in podcasting. It's and much like no baseball. rules that say a dog can't podcast. That is true. Judah? Ah, he's busy. Uh, What's up, man? Oh, not too much. You know, just like chilling in Cedar Rapids. Hey, I, I used to quote that might be my most quoted uh, politician slogan. Really? I used to go hard on just chilling in Cedar Rapids. Because I was video, the Pokemon go to the polls guy. That scene, I was never a Pokemon go to the, go to the polls gal myself, um, which is strange because I Pokemon went to the polls a lot. I played a lot of Pokemon Go. Oh um, and I just love the video of Cedar Rapids, if you watch that, how hard she presses the screen to flip the camera. Oh, so it's it's brutally it, hard the way she touches that phone. So fucking perfectly when I listen to it. I love that shit. That's your it, ASMR. It's just Hillary <laughs> just pounding just, the fuck out of the phone screen. Old people just. <laughs> oh yeah. When you oh god, when you see an old person trying to, and by old I mean anything over the age of thirty-five, of try to like double click an icon on desktop, and they click with like a. 0.75 second delay between the clicks and it's like what are you doing and they're like i double clicked and it's like no you didn't you clicked twice <laughs> yeah don't you know how computers work 
My math teacher in high school who went on to have an illicit relationship with a student, so fuck him. Post-graduation? Uh, no. They were in, they, after I graduated, but she was a student. Love that. Um, but he, he, which sucked because I thought he was cool, but it turns out he was a pedophile. Um, so it turns out he was too cool. Ah, probably so cool he shouldn't have been in school. He should have he been not too- allowed in school and nowhere near Chuck E. Cheese. He can't live by a bus stop and he shouldn't be around playgrounds. You're but too- he did. <laughs> hey, uh, hey I, I'm moving into the neighborhood. I do need to let you know I am too cool to be around your house. So. <laughs> I am le- I am legally clarification. We don't think pedophiles are cool or too cool. <laughs> we think they're awful. Hey man, speak for yourself and myself. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> this guy, he we we always hear rapid clicking during class when we All were right. working on tests and stuff. And my buddy Will was like, "I can't. What is it? What? I mean, it was like incessant, the quickest clicking you've ever heard." And he was like, I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to find out. Because every time we'd get up and go to his desk, he would, like, click out of whatever it was. So we were like, Uh-oh. it's got to be insane. Um, so one day, <laughs> he's in the zone clicking away. Will gets up. Will's an FBI agent now. This guy knows what he's doing. He, um, I could say he's go- an FBI agent because it's not CIA. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Did you go to a school that, like, this seems like a, uh, like, Video or like a movie high school. I went to an art school. <laughs> so, yeah, in a way. Uh, so he gets up and he like rushes and we, we, the click, he was playing Minesweeper at an alarming pace. Oh. Like, Would he like, like blank mind only the sweeper, just like cleared. Impressive impressive and if only he had been that impressive when it came to not being a pedophile and it would have been great but unfortunately his downfall was that he was a pedophile the dude could do a sub 30 second 12 by 12 mind sweep but he couldn't not have inappropriate relations with underage people it would have been yeah i mean like (laughs) that's the give and take i guess i'm really bad at minesweeper also not a pedophile I'm really good at having relationships with people of acceptable age ranges. That's like my thing that I'm really good at. <laughs> That's the whole basis of this podcast is you being good at having relationships with people your own age. Hey, that is the basis. We, the, are, we got to it. We said the basis. <laughs> We're friends now. It took three episodes. What happened? Oh, fuck. That's quicker than when I got Tazan May to respond to me on Twitter. Listen to episode two if you haven't heard it yet. Yeah, for the one person who's listening to episode three, but not two, go back. They're like, I want to see where it like really kicks in. You know, yeah. I'm gonna give one and two a pass. Go back for the lore later. Episode three, that's for me. Episode two, mm, how about later? How about later, skater? <laughs> hey, have um, you heard the news? What <laughs> <laughs> a transition! <laughs> uh, hey. By the way, I need, I'm not going to announce that I got pit vipes or PVs, but uh, I'm going to put them on and hope you bring them up. What <laughs> are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? This is, a, this is not a visual medium, mostly. <laughs> there would be, I mean, everyone probably heard how radical I got 
when the pities did appear on my face. I'm wearing Pit Vipers. Thank you, Pit Viper. Um, I am going to edit in a guitar riff as you put those on. Thank you. Um, but I'm not going to talk about them right now. Um, I did want to – did you see the news today? Not to date the show. But, about Liz? Uh, well, I was thinking – what? Because I saw about that Liz? Coach Dabo Sweeney from Clemson got paid $150 million to keep being a coach at Clemson. Is that what – no, I was talking about Liz Cheney losing her uh, primary in in uh, wherever state she's from. That was Wyoming. Today? Well, I mean, it was still in the news. Oh, that's that was the most Liz thing I've heard in the the news. Really? Yeah. Did you not see that Glass Onion and Knives Out story got its first teaser trailer today? Glass Onion and Knives Out story. Yeah, teaser trailer. Is that anything like the teaser trailer for Scarlet and Violet that came out yesterday? Now, that is also in the news right now. And I would say that it's probably um, both had more Dave Batista than I was prepared for. <laughs> um, yeah, when Pikachu came out of its ball and said, Pikachu, I was a little thrown for a loop. Yeah, and then Pikachu stood really still and I knew it was invisible because I'd seen the fucking Marvel meme. Can we talk about how She-Hulk is ruining the MCU by being a woman with a butt? There's two genders, male and political. Can I say that? <laughs> but, I mean, I, again, I really don't want to date the podcast, but the queen died. <laughs> R.I.P. to a, a fake one. R.I.P. to a legend. <laughs> queen Elizabeth II died today. <laughs> Those are Allegedly. your morning shades. And I don't mean, like, sad morning. I mean, like, you put them on in the morning. Yeah, I put these on when I wake up. I'm wearing another pair of Pit Vipers for my audio crew. <laughs> um, thank you, Pit Viper, for being Pit Vipers. And, um, yeah, Queen Elizabeth died, they said today. My theory is it was three months ago. Okay, you, so you're, you're a truther. You're a, they've been trying to, to sally the news until the day the NFL kicks off. Yeah, I think they were waiting. I think, honestly, they were like... Oh, I figure we might as well hold off to the weekend. But then someone was like, Oi, bruv, that's September 11th this weekend. We can't have that happen. And they, <laughs> they thought about it for a while. And they thought, maybe we shouldn't announce the Queen is dead on 9-11. Right, bruv, this is, this is sort of our own little 9-11, isn't it? So like, we make it 9 <laughs> One of the best tweets I saw was, A second plane has hit the Queen. Oh, I'm sorry. God. It was a second plane has hit Her Majesty, which is. Oh. Can we talk about perfect tweets? We should talk about perfect tweets because that would be one of them. Um, now, we're going to get some heat, so we should say that we condemn the actions of 9 11. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Horrible. I don't want to be one of those 9 11 sympathizers. I don't want people to think that we're fans of 9 11. Really bad look that I wore on a Hooters 9 11 shirt last episode, but. 9-11, which came first, we'll never know. But we'll thank God know. the phone number was around on that day. Now, here's the thing. I watched 9-11 happen from my second grade classroom. Mm -hmm. My teacher turned off a video of him on a proto-America's Got Talent and turned the news on. Okay. And I was like, wow. Which one bombed harder? <laughs> well, there were no bombs. <laughs> Except for the ones that were in the building because jet fuel can't melt steel beams. 
Yes. I said that joke to a boomer once, Uh-oh. and he was furious with me. Absolutely. Uh, I think that I'm allowed to joke about 9-11 uh, because I'm a white man and I'm entitled. I think we should all be allowed to joke about 9-11. I think so, too, except for Pete Davidson. Yeah, he's... He should yeah. take it very seriously. Yeah, his dad died, so he's sort of like... Yeah. What are you doing joking sad. about that shit, yeah. Pete? You're connected to it. <laughs> yeah, I was also in second grade. No, yes. I was also in second grade, and I lived in Manhattan, uh, Illinois, which is a fun little <laughs> fake-out I get to do, because I lived in Manhattan, Illinois, when 9-11 happened. And uh, I don't know if this was like a Midwest thing, and I, which it's not, it must've just been like certain schools. Cause nobody that I've talked to in the Midwest has ever reciprocated this, but the school I went to after that day, it was like, you know, it was like, it was like nine in the morning, my time. Yeah. Um, maybe eight. So we hadn't been in class super long and, uh, they put it on the TV or whatever. And then we were too young to really know what's going on. So we went home early. So we're all fucking psyched. And then, uh, the, for the rest of the school year, we had to learn, um, America the Beautiful, and then sing that, and then do the Pledge of Allegiance every single day. No. Yeah. It wasn't like a... At the... at the uh, By the time I was in high school or whatever, it was like, you know... You, no, in middle school, we did pre- Pledge of Allegiance first day of the week. High school, we didn't do that. But, yeah, I was like, why am I singing America the Beautiful every day now? I was still have too you, young to understand. Have you seen an amber... An amber... What, a, I don't know the words... An amber wave of grain? Yeah, I've not ever seen one. No. In fact, um, the most connection, even though I sang it every single day uh, for a school year, the most connection I had to that song is from the Disney Channel original movie, Luck of the Irish, where they sing it at the end. Oh, my God. Luck of the Irish. And I'm so glad that my plan to go from uh, Queen Elizabeth's death to 9-11 to Luck of the Irish worked. <laughs> Because it was a bold... I don't know any other way to naturally bring up Luck of the Irish except for to coax it out of people by talking about tragedy. You um, warm them up with 9-11. <laughs> and then they're like, 9-11, oh, yeah, what's the next best thing to that day? Luck of the Irish. What a good movie Luck of the Irish was. Amazing. I really do feel like we were spoiled. Like, And it's, it's obviously nostalgia glasses. What, why would I put glasses on? <laughs> um... Definitely rose-colored uh, glasses. Lenses. Um, I'm sorry. Did I not lens you well to make a joke there? What? Um, no. What's the name of the boy who was the Irish lucky one? Um, O'Hallahan? No, what's his real name? The actor. Oh, sorry. Uh, O'Hallahan. <laughs> I have no fucking <laughs> oh. idea, man. What? <laughs> Did he get any other roles ever? I think he was in a few things. Ryan I feel like Merriman, he was the Disney Channel It Boy, for a second. Ryan Merriman played Kyle Johnson. They could have just stayed with Ryan Merriman. <laughs> Honestly, it's a more Irish-sounding name. <laughs> He's from Oklahoma. Good for him. Hey, man, not a lot of people can hack it there, but we're glad you made it out of the Panhandle. Um, yeah, that, like I really do feel like we were blessed for DComs. Like, do they still make DCOMs, and are they any good? They so there's a there's an era. I I feel like there's um, the time the before times, which is before High School Musical. So BHS and okay. Anno Domini. Um, 
Because after High School Musical, everything had to be a musical. Everything had sure. to like have that like cherry pop cookie cutter vibe. Yeah, and that's when we got Camp Rock, and we got and there. Oh, the Whoa. The, the onset Camp Rock of boys want to do two things, but they can't do two things because one is gay and one is for boys. Whoa, I guess I but didn't I can put say two gay because the- I'm a queer. So internet. Um. I have to. I always have to defend myself because I look. I look so incredibly heterosexual all the time. Pit vipers, the straight man's classes. <laughs> These made me feel like a dragonfly who's about to show you porn. You look like you're about to give me a drink that was mixed behind the counter. You're like, hey, trust me. I feel like I'm a guy they show up to like the midway point of a heist movie and they're like, Mortiman, we need only you know the how to get around the city. And I'm like, you boys want to get around the city? You never make it in the city. The, the twist is that you're blind. Yeah, I've been horrifically wounded by an acid attack from. Whoa. <laughs> there is a really annoying car outside. It threw me off. That but was an acid attack from a former guy who played Barney, is what I was going to say. I threw off my groove. That's why the joke is bad. Barney? I threw off my like timing. the suit? Dinosaur? Yeah, the dinosaur suit. Um, yeah, yeah. Borderman just sort of feels the roads. He doesn't need eyes. Crashes I don't immediately. Need eyes where I'm going. <laughs> and I'm going to the bank. You're, <laughs> you're not even the driver. Borderman's not even the driver. He just sits passenger and goes left here. Yeah, and no, he I can it, smell it. He says it a little bit too late, and he just uh, normally I'm driving these streets at 35 miles an hour. You're going 60, so uh, normally, normally you're driving. <laughs> hey, it's Delaware, baby. This is the worst heist movie ever. They 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 the plan to steal all of the Delaware minted state quarters and put uh, a, a monopoly on them. Can you name? Monopoly Mortimer. Monopoly Mortimer is what they call me. Can you name a single city in Delaware? Oh, Roanoke. Dude, I heard that shit went down. Is that not from Del? Is that not in Delaware? Is Roanoke in Delaware? Roanoke is in Virginia. That's Delaware. (sighs) I know one thing. I have a Delaware fun fact. Okay. Uh, There's a harbor uh, and um every year a bunch of uh, horseshoe crabs show up and fuck there for a month oh how big are the horseshoe crabs are we talking like the big gross ones first of all they're all beautiful god's creatures he made them in his image um yeah take that genesis god made horseshoe crabs in his image uh of course we all know like they're as big as a bike helmet we all know that God created Adam and then crabs and then said, fuck, I forgot one and then pulled a rib out and made woman. Yeah. And he was They're like, like crabs and man, Adam, pretty good. Don't fuck that crab. <laughs> I'll make the- I'll make the crab fuck something, but please don't fuck the crab. And Adam was like, but I really want to fuck the crab. Do you and know Adam did fuck the crab and that's how we got Cain. And that's why he fucking murdered his brother. Kane I was the an- youth minister, folks. I have some credentials. And Cain, you Cain is a anagram for crab. Cain is an anagram for crab. Um, Cain stands for crabs always in 
neighborhoods. <clears throat> All right, name. I'm gonna give <laughs> oh, you. Okay, I'm sorry. My my brain moved like seven conversations ahead. Where my first thing was, you spelled Kane wrong. No, you didn't. I spelled cr- crane, but with an AI. And then I said, so I'm not gonna say that. Um, and then and then I went into that's not what an anagram is, is it? And then I realized that is what an anagram is. Uh, we're coming up on minute twenty. And I would like to tell <laughs> the listeners. Um, when we were texting about this episode, Josh said, let's keep it loose. Bits. And I feel like there are few things looser than what is happening so far. Very loose, um, might I say. Loosest episode yet. If I, I mean, I'm going to in, input um, air horns every time I'm hitting my finger right here. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to name five cities. Okay. Not too many. I'm going to name three cities. You tell me which one is in Delaware and which one is uh, nowhere near Delaware. Fuck. Okay. Okay. Irving? Hey, listen. Are you fucking horny for this bit? Our classic game, Is It in Delaware? We're is. Saying, this is going to last for the entire run of the show. We're gonna, you're going to be like, come back to the Delaware game. And is. we'll come back to it. Delaware. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> McCone. Alexandria. In Brookside. I feel like I've heard of Alexandria, but I okay. don't think it's related to Delaware. Okay. But I also feel like I'm going to say that, and it's going to come back, and you're going to be like, fucker, that was Delaware. So I'm going to go with Alexandria. Incorrect. Alexandria is Virginia. So we'll have to come back next week with three completely different cities and see if, you're, see if you got one. I oh, guess I should. Oh, I should wait. Are you not going to tell me? No, it's gonna it's gonna hang. It's gonna burn. That's crazy. All That's you know is there psychological is that, torture. In the top seventy-seven cities in Delaware, I don't know if there's more. Alexandria ain't one of them. Dude. Okay. So speaking of inventing fun games, have I ever told you about um, uh, same grandma? The game I invented for my campers when I was a camp counselor. Same grandma. Same. S A M E. Oh, same grandma. Okay. No. So I, I worked for the county park system. I ran a nature camp for four years. One day, it's storming. It's a big old storm. We got to get the kids in the shelter or they're all, they're all going to die. And I only kind of want that. So I got them all in and I'm like, what do I do with 45 kids? And I'm like, just sit down. Just everybody sit down in a big circle. We'll figure something out. And I've got this one kid who is incessantly going up to all the counselors and being like, my grandma lives. My grandma lives in Charlotte, North Carolina, and my grandma's gonna come and she's gonna visit me uh, this weekend. My grandma and we're like, just shut the fuck up. <laughs> Please shut the fuck up. There's like so much lightning outside, and he wouldn't stop. So I was like, you know what? Sit down. Where does your grandma live? And he was like, Charlotte, North Carolina. I was like, great. Next. And I had all the kids go around the circle. And ask, and I would have them say where their grandmother is. And we had one kid, like, you know, he said Charlotte. Like, eight kids later, a kid goes, oh, my grandma also lives in Charlotte. And I went, that's the same grandma. Same one. You guys have the same grandma. And they are like, no, we don't. And I was like, no, that you do, because they both live in the same place. And you've never seen his grandma, and he's never seen your grandma. These are six to nine-year-olds. So I'm really warping their, their understanding of reality. Um, hey, what else is church camp for? Oh, no. This was nature camp. What else is nature camp for? Yeah, I was literally teaching them important things. And then also, 
uh, convincing them that they all came from the same eight grandmothers. Um, so that game caught on, and every time it would rain, there were like there were it was a week to week camp, but you'd have some kids whose parents were like, "Get out of here for the whole summer, please," and would have them every week, and they would remember the game, and we would play same grandma to the point where I could get kids in a circle and go, "It's time to play." And they'd all go, same grandma! It was great. So one day, a kid goes, I get I get to him like, where's your grandma, kid? And he just like looks at me and is like... And I was like, no, come on. Do you not know? Like, sound it out. Come where's on. your grandma? Hey, asshole. Come on. <laughs> We're, don't fuck the game up. And he pointed up. Sure. And I said, oh... And then another kid across the way said, Don't worry, Jackson. My grandma's dead, too. And I said, Same grandma. No fucking way. Yeah, yeah. I'm not super proud of it, but like in a sick way, I'm very proud of that moment. That's, that is one of those memories that will stick with those kids. I'll never forget when I was a fucking camper and my counselor, well, I was like very sad that my grandmother was dead and my counselor was fucking like, your grandma is the same as that kid's dead grandma. What an insensitive bitch. That's and I'll so be like funny, an old man. idiot with a podcast. I mean, how old were you? I was at that point 21. That's the right age to do that. Yeah. You're just thinking on your toes. You're trying to be fun and like distract the little buckos. Yeah. The same grandma. Let's not dwell on death. Let's just think of the fact that there are eight grandmas in America and they have produced a wellspring of children. That's amazing, man. I wish. So I, I use I'm a Eagle Scout, believe it or okay. not. Okay. Well, fucking dope. Um, and um, <clears throat> we I was again, my brain thought we this could have been the same time my camp had a huge storm, but we live in different parts of the United States, completely different parts of the world. So I was probably like. 16 and we had this massive storm and i was one of the senior scouts so um i was actually a troop chaplain aide so how about that troop chaplain troop troop chaplain aide yeah that is and i didn't know that was a thing yep i led the uh morning prayers and grace what's your favorite bible verse um jesus wept fuck yeah dude quick and easy only one I could memorize. That in Philippians 4.13, for I can do all things through the Lord who gives me strength. Oh, that's the one for sports athletes to use inappropriately. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because God loves my team, and if you win, that means God hates me. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's how it works. Uh, so there's this massive storm, and, and there's like a couple people who I think were like three years younger than – no, two years younger than me. But I was 16. They were 14. There's obviously a huge gap there in those years. Right. And we're going, we're going to huddle inside the shower houses, you know, get, get some shelter from the, you know, in case tornadoes come. Cause we live in in the showers, a bunch of boys huddling in the showers, man. Uh, and, and, uh, uh, if you're not aware, I live in tornado alley. Oh my God. Is that where Batman's parents got killed? Yeah. They were killed by tornadoes. So he got all of the rich people powers of tornadoes, which just means he sucks a lot. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he became a Warner billionaire. Brothers? I want to see that movie. 
Tornado Man. Stop twisting. No, it's still Batman. Why does everyone call me Tornado Man? <laughs> Your parents were killed by bats being strewn about in a windstorm. They you pierced literally your... <laughs> shoot tornadoes out of your face. <laughs> so we, were, you know, a tornado warning was going off, or probably it was probably a tornado warning. And so we go, we get into the shower houses, and this kid, he's like fourteen, sobbing, just crying. Um, and I was like trying to reconcile him, and so I'm like, "Hey, man, it's I won't dox him. We'll say his name is Ben." I was like, "Hey, Ben, it's all right, man." Like. It's okay. Like, don't worry. And he's like crying. And like, this was like day five of our six day summer camp. So I was like, hey, you'll, you'll see your parents again. Like, don't, don't worry, man. And uh, he, while mid sobbing, like the sobbing where he's like hunched over his knees sitting down, mid sobbing, I say that he looks up to me, he just goes, <laughs> and then starts crying, laughing. He went oh, from God. sad, like, I'm going to die cry, to, like, laughing at me cry. You and turned I was like, to the Joker. And I was like, all right, man. And then I walked away. And now that person, I think, works in the office of Amy Klobuchar. So <laughs> no. It's not, he, he does something with politics. And I know he's a big Klobuchar. Uh, he's a big Klobuchar head. Yeah, he's, he's a Klobdome, is what we call him. And... Uh, <laughs> It, I, that's what like similar to like what I imagine those kids had like I mean I was like 15 or 16 and I I think about that interaction a lot oh yeah like I just like man I was really trying to be like a senior scout and like be a nice guy and he just fucking re- he faked crying for 20 minutes just to get me with a fucking laugh oh and the guy's nice as shit. He's one of the nicest, like, super smart, super nice, super talented, super, like, great guy. And he just felt like fucking with me. I got Amy Klobuchar mixed up with a Republican for a second. And I was like, maybe we don't call him smart. But no, Amy that. Klobuchar is a uh, liberal from Minnesota. Yes, I remember now. She was played she- by Rachel Dretch on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> she gave a speech in a snowstorm, and, uh, you know, Donald Trump could never be out here giving a speech in a snowstorm. snowstorm. It's something about us Minnesotans that's so different. Well, and I really, you know, I could be in a storm. I could be in a snowstorm, and I can tell you that if I was in a snowstorm, well, I'd probably be something that couldn't be cold. I wouldn't know how to feel cold because I'm from New York. I'm a New Yorker. And we don't get cold in New York. You know, what we get is we get really horny and we go get a hot dog and we say, now we're Americans and we're keeping it good and we're keeping it tight. I'll tell you, uh, Donnie, uh, Donnie, I'll tell you what, Donnie, uh, I don't like the tone that you had there. Uh, you could not handle Minnesota snow. Uh, go Vikings. Well, I can tell you, and I can tell you that I handle the Vikings. I handle them. I put them all in my big hand, and I said, what are you going to do? We're going to go to the Super Bowl. And they didn't go. I'm trying to look up facts. I know nothing about Minnesota, and I can only vaguely do a Minnesotan accent. Um, I'll tell you what, Donnie. (laughs) I assume she calls him Donnie. Probably. Um, uh, you, you better get out of the office, or my name isn't Amy Jean Klobuchar. Her middle name is Jean. Yeah, like the jacket. I love it. 
<laughs> you know, that camp I was a counselor at, I actually got suspended for a week for making a cocaine joke on social media. Oh my, Joe. First off, the glasses don't surprise me that there was a cocaine joke, but I do need to know the joke, obviously. So it was my, uh, I was very new to running the camp, and for the majority of my time building up to that point, the county parks had a sponsorship with Pepsi. That summer, is they, Carol- <laughs> is they Carolina like sponsor, they changed partnerships to Coca Cola, and we had our kids making fake snow as an art project one day and I took a Snapchat of the kids playing with these big piles of white powder. Okay. And I sent that Snapchat to my story and to a couple of my friends and I said, we're partnering with Coke this year. Amazing. How and can you be upset about that? Well, what I didn't realize is that I had added the uh, other counselor who had wanted the leadership position that I, I beat out. Mm-hmm. And I had one of my superior – I had three of my superiors, two of whom loved it, one of whom partnered with the angry person and took it to the big boss who was like – it's the fact that you made a joke about someone that we are in a corporate agreement with. Yeah. And I was like, well, it was a private story. I don't have friends who work at Coca-Cola proper, you know? Oh, you're not mutuals with John Coke? I don't know John Coke. Yeah. I keep hearing about him, but I only know Bill RC Cola. Yeah. And, John, um, John Coke was sort of like the Midwest's Tom from Facebook. Yeah. He just adds everyone. <laughs> um, so I, I – here's the thing. When you're 20 years old and you're about a month into a leadership position that your parents are really proud of you for mm-hmm. and you're still living at home because you're 20 and you have to come home from work and say, hey, mom and dad, I've been suspended from my job for a week because I made a cocaine joke on, I guess, social media – um, you can't get grounded per se, but you can feel a shame that makes you stay at your house for a week. Sure. And um do chores. <laughs> and do chores. <laughs> now the person who got me in trouble, Meredith. Oh. From yeah. Brave. I don't yeah. She was like, What would I what would you do if you could change your fate? Get suspended. Um, she, she like the, the week after I got back insisted on coming to like, I would, I would have, uh, for our weekly meetings, I would take everyone out to dinner and, um, cause I was like, I'm a really good boss. And she came and was like telling us all these stories about her actual, like hardcore drug abuse. Oh. And I was like, Hey, we're at a work meeting and you're talking about dropping acid last weekend but I get suspended for talking about cocaine <laughs> once. It was one Coke tweet. Come on. It wasn't God. even a tweet, man. It was in my Twitter circle. <laughs> it was just from our close friends. Was it a Snapchat thing? 
It was a snap story. It was just a snap oh, story. Man. That is the funniest app to get reprimanded for. Right? Because it's such a personal app. Like, Instagram, like, is, a, you know, obviously, even if it was shared to a private story, whatever, it's still private. But Snapchat is so funny to get in trouble for not nudes. It was, Yeah, right? It was such a fucking small circle of people. And I just, I was like, I know these, I... I thought I could trust everybody. I thought Elizabeth was happy that I got the job. Uh, dude, Elizabeths. What's up with Elizabeths? They're always becoming the Queen of England and then dying today. Dude, imagine... <sighs> dragons? <laughs> hey, and how about just like Imagine Dragons, we're going to take a break. And maybe we'll come back and no one will know about it. <laughs> Oh shit. What even is that? Hello, welcome back from the break. Here we are. I'm wearing pit vipers. <laughs> Those are the new pitties? Yeah. They're really great because they're dual sided, so one can be extremely way too teal and the other one way too white. Mine are only one sided. Just and like they... every time I tell a story. <laughs> just like every argument I have with my girlfriend. <laughs> Uh, I let you talk. I, you, sa- you said, I heard you say, yeah. So why do you feel like you're not being... If you're going to contribute... You're crazy. You shouldn't talk to your mom anymore. I didn't, did we gaslight last episode? Was that a thing we did on or off pod? Um, who can We tell? did a gaslight no. beat, but I We're don't know... a couple know of white guys. It's kind of our MO. <laughs> our whole podcast is gaslighting. We should exactly. rebrand a gaslight gatekeep Joe. <laughs> Speaking of white guys, real quick... And then yeah. I'll never talk about him again. Um, so I've been wearing Pit Vipers now for about two weeks. Because thank you, Pit Viper, tell. for giving me Pit Vipers. If you don't know who I am off this podcast, I'm kind of a small deal. And um, and they sent me Pit Vipers, and I've been wearing them in public, and what I've been getting is attention from, like, straight dudes. Oh. Like, hang on. It, do you mean like social media attention or like public attention? Real life attention. I operate, I go through life and guys don't pay me any attention. If they do, they're usually calling me a slur. And um, I just kind of go through do. life. But I put these on and I, I passed a guy and he was like, sick pities. No like, oh. way. Someone unironically said sick pities to you? Sick pities. A man with a child and a wife was like, oh, dude, sick pities. And that dude like, wishes he was somewhere else in his life's journey. So that w- that threw me off. I'm leaving the beach and I'm driving. And like, like, like when I drive by people, they just, I just drive past them. Nothing ever happens. A dude like, like locks eyes with me through my sunglasses and go and gives me like the, the surf hand. That's never happened to me in my entire life. Oh, this entire time I've been thinking like, because to me, Pit Vipers, I don't know what they're, who they're marketed to, but they remind me of uh, skiing goggles or snowboarding goggles. Yeah, so was, they're and, kind of marketed as like wild party frat glasses, okay. but I will say the company like goes out of their way to be like, fuck all the racists who try and wear our shit. We don't want you around. And I appreciate that. Because I was going to make like a shredding uh, nard joke but i was like oh, there's yeah no it was here. a fucking narnar there's a fucking shaka yeah. bra but see nar to me is snow because we don't have well oceans. it can be what well if you watch south park nar can be uh ziplining so ziplining is nar now i have been known to zip a liner three 
So, and past that, I had two other guy. One guy stopped in front of me at a crosswalk, looked me in the face, and went, <laughs> and gave me like a thumbs up, and then kept walking. This is how easy men have it. I should say white men. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm at a, a thrifting event, and this dude comes up to me. He's got on pit vipers, and he's like, sick pit vipers, man, and shows me his. No, come on. Is this what it's like to be a car dude? And he he has a whole other kind on. And he like, they look like aviators and he flips them up. And it's like, it's like they're flip up baby. And I said, whoa, those are cool. What what kind are those? And he goes, they're not out yet. No. He's got an in pit. What? And he was like, I know people who work there. No. And so I'm like, oh, we're getting our dicks out. (laughs) I said, oh, cool. They gave me all the ones I own, too. <laughs> so I guess we're both pieces of shit. <laughs> I guess we're both going to be paying alimony in 10 to 20 years. <laughs> I guess we're both going to cling to our 20s when we're 43. I guess we both desperately want to jack off on a jet ski. <laughs> the shitty part, as a, I should say, as a straight white male, I guess the straight isn't entirely um, relevant. But, like, conservative, like, white male culture, like, there's some shit that's just inherently cool that I can't do, and that's the burden that I bear. How cool right. would it be to, for me to go every weekend tubing? You know what I right? mean? But I can't, because then people are going to be like, you tube on the weekend? You have a boat? Come on. So <laughs> I've got the built-in defense with that, and I feel bad for you in a way. Because I'm I'm from the South, so, like, it was ingrained in me to, like, want to be on the water, want to go fishing. So, well, like, I can be a little a little jewelry boy and go around and, you know, you know, be a little queer. And that's lovely, and I have a great time doing it. But then, you know, my buddies are like, you want to go on the boat and see how far we can take it out into the open ocean? And I'm like, fuck yeah, I do. Hey, you want to go to uncharted waters where nobody will ask questions? I was going to go thrifting this weekend, but if we're going to go on the boat, I can wait until next weekend. And that is a conversation I've had multiple times. You, you, I feel like, unironically asked the question earlier, have you ever seen amber waves of grain? Yeah. And obviously, I'm from Illinois, so I haven't seen waves of grain, but I've seen waves of soybean and corn. And uh, that, like, literally, I had a, I have a, had a half-brother who moved into, the, into Illinois from Massachusetts. He lived, like, on Cape Cod somewhere. I think, and uh, you had a half brother. Is he okay? And uh, <clears throat> he moved back to Massachusetts, but oh. he came in for the first time to Illinois when he was eighteen, and so he's a little ocean boy. I assume similar to you. You're a crabman, an ocean boy. I and, love a crab. Uh, and uh, he comes in, and he's like, "Dude, you literally just look out, and you just see corn." And I'm like, "Yeah, that's my only existence that I've known. I'm twelve, and." Uh, <laughs> That's very because like if here if you want a boat you got to go on a like the Illinois River or the Rock River and let me tell you it's brown it's gross it smells bad and to get to the good spots you got to have a real rich friend or be rich I suppose uh-huh. so it's even more conservative I would say in these areas to like be boating it is definitely like uh, it's a tr- I mean I think I think what it is is that 
having a boat is like part of this like weird it's part of the weird american man dream yeah like i'm gonna have a house and when i want recreation i'll, I'll have a boat and i'll, I'll take it on the lake mm-hmm. and we'll go oh my wife will look so beautiful on the skis you know and it's this weird thing um and no one's even thinking like i will have a boat and i will fish for sustenance like god intended right um let us let us but, pray Dear God in heaven, thank you for boats, thank you for crabs, and thank you for hot babes on skis. <laughs> thank you for this podcast, for I would not know what to have been doing without it. I will now be on my boat, listening to podcasts, catching marlins, I presume, and also staring at my hot wife. Amen. Amen. You know what a baby marlin looks like? Um, Isn't that just Nemo? <laughs> Holy shit. Fuck. I can't. I'm not even going to tell you now. It's really not. You know what? It was just me. I was just going to say they look just like the big ones, but tiny. And to me, that's fascinating. <laughs> yeah, because you would think it maybe had to go through some sort of metamorphosis, but it just did Like a baby swordfish? It's just like a little tiny swordfish? That's really cute. I'm looking at a picture now. It almost looks like a silverfish. They're wild. Um, I love, I love fishing. It's a weird thing. Oh, I hate fishing. You hate fishing? Yeah. Why? But again, you probably fish on the ocean. I fish at a dirty lake. I'll fish That's anywhere pre- I can fish. It's pre-stocked with bluegill. Oh. I mean, like it's there though, you know. I'm a little, I'm a little sissy liberal, and I use that phrase endearingly. I can't stab a worm, man. Dude, it, I'm an anarcho-communist, and I love to uh, fin for myself. I stab worms, and I'm not just talking about fishing, all right? I go up to a worm, I take out my knife, and I stab it, yeah. You got to stab one to keep the other ones quiet. Actually, I just cut them all in half and make more worms. I have... <laughs> it's the infinite worm trick. It's just like... Yeah, so did you not know you could have infinite worms? On Sims, you do money sign mother load. In real life, you cut worms in half, and you grow. Yeah. Uh, I started with a small loan of a million worms, and <laughs> My I quickly turned that into at least three million worms that were still sellable. Wow. You're doing three cut, two cuts of worm, three worms from one. Yeah. Well, I, well, what I do is I fold it in half, and then I cut once. That way I get Ooh. three. And then you're doling the blade less? You got yeah. you had it down to a silent Silence. <laughs> I have it down to a silence. I say nothing. I'm stoic. I'm cold. I'm calm. I'm collected. And I'm silent as I fold the worms in half and cut them into thirds. I have a tangent. Please go. So, again, I'm a Midwest boy. I'm a Midwest man. You're an East Coast fella. Yeah. So, um, a lot of the media that I consume, and I'm not sure how this, considering you're in South Carolina works for you but a lot of the media i consume is either new york or la right so we get a lot of bastardized yeah. like glorification of new york la and the midwest kind of hey it's a flyover i know we get chicago but still yeah I and understand. amy klobuchar um so <clears throat> that's all we got the big the the big two c's chicago and klobuchar and um <clears throat> all, all the clove heads will love that one the clove dome yeah, I'm told, hey Shout out to all the Cloveheads. Thanks for really supporting us. So, uh, this is a, I feel like, I'm going to ask you if this is an experience that you relate with. When I go to anything, and I'm not even going at anything, 
if it's 7 p.m., if I'm going to an event, whether it be in public or like a private event, like a party, a birthday party, I am expecting to drink at least one beer. Is that a is that a South Carolina experience for you? Because I feel like like a very Midwestern like no like it's like oh you're sad drink a beer oh you're happy have a fucking bud dude oh you're just having an okay day hey spice it up with a bush. As I'm wearing yeah, my, we my beer, beer in beer out shirt and my PBR headband, I really like your headband. Um, just got it this weekend. Fuck yeah, dude. We yeah I mean I mean my friends is I mean we we drink a lot. Um, but it's usually, we're trying to get better at it, but like for like weekdays and stuff, but we'll go over like for band practice or like whatever. Like sometimes I'll just get together with one of my buddies and it'll be like, do you want to drink a beer and watch YouTube videos? But is this a, is this a like your young thing or is this like an every, like even when you're 45, like the 45 year olds in your life also do this? Yeah. My dad offers me a beer every time I go over. Okay. So, Um, Hey, we're not so different. No, we're not I, so different. I'm I not feel a coastal like, elite. I feel like L.A. and probably New York as well would be like, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you drinking? It's Wednesday at a, at 6 p.m. <laughs> I think they would say, why are you drinking beer? Okay, sure. That makes sense. Why not a vodka water? Our vodka water still in. Why are you drinking in? a Cosmopolitan? Wait, <laughs> vodka water? Yeah. I'm sorry. That doesn't sound like a real drink. That was, that was the big, like, Chicago... Um, when keto was really popping off, so people were like, "I'm not eating sugar." Um, and so they just took vodka and mixed it with water, and then That's put a splash insane. of lime juice. Is that it not tastes, just ice? Can you it put tastes ice? better than you think, but it tastes bad. <laughs> mm. I had I had non carbonated alcohol water. Okay. It was bad. Non-carbonated. I guess I never really real. Uh, yeah, I guess flat beer exists, huh? I mean, yeah. But this was like intentional. That's it. That sucks. I was just yeah, like, was really in my brain, awful. beer isn't carbonated, but obviously it is. What's your favorite kind of, what, like, what's your go-to beer? Okay. Listen, are we talking domestic? Um, I'm saying, like, you've got somebody coming over. Um, and you're like, you're like, oh, fuck, we're just going to kick back. And you go to like, you run to your Kroger. Do you have Kroger? <laughs> you guys got Kroger? <laughs> uh, yes. I don't go to Kroger. Okay. Uh, we have Harris Teeter, but it's owned by the same people. And I just wanted to be culturally appropriate. Holy you. shit. So you, you, you are, you got kroger Holy fuck. That was like a five head play. I was yeah. my brain. I was being such an asshole. Of like, yeah, we have Kroger. We're not. We don't live in the middle of nowhere. And you're like, oh no, we don't. You fucking weirdos have Kroger. We've got yeah. Harris Craig or whatever the fuck you said. <laughs> Harris Teeter. And don't fucking think I forgot about you, Ingles people. All right. Um, but yeah, no, I know, I know, I know about culturally important uh, uh, grocery stores. The Ingles yeah. people are the people who are sad that the Queen died, right? The Ingles? Yeah, the Ingles. So, like, Madeline Langle and Laura Ingles. <laughs> Those are two women who wrote books. Um, and I've read them! Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't saying you didn't. <laughs> just want people to know, I don't just know... I don't, I don't just know women who write. 
I read Rimmon. I read Rimmon. I read Rimmon who write because I speak good, talk pretty. But when you, you're going to Kroger, yeah, what am like, I grabbing? I need a fucking six pack for you know Chris is coming over. Okay, so I am gonna edit because in my brain I'm going to Hy-Vee. Okay, hey, all the Globe Domes, they'll get it. So I'm heading out to Hy-Vee. Uh, I'm probably picking up in the summertime something real light, like a bush light. I grew up on bush light. And pretty much if I'm in the right mood, a Bud Heavy, Budweiser. Those are probably my go-tos. Now, I love a good PBR. Things I will not ever grab. Oh, is that what you were asking? Things I can talk about beer for an entire fucking hour, dude. I, I will beer. never grab a Miller light. I'll, I'll drink an MGD if it's there. I won't ever order it. What's um, that? A Miller Genuine Draft. I'm sorry. I meant to say Miller High Life. MGD is just I was going to say High Life or nothing. High Life is all right. I'll sometimes drink Coors. If I'm getting beer for multiple people, I'll grab a Coors because it's so inoffensive. But if my personal go-to, I'm going Budweiser or I'm going Bushlight, depending on the season. But I am a fucking slut for a hazy double IPA. I'm gonna, I, or, when you visit, I'm going to send you back with some great shit. Or an American Pale Ale. There's this place. Um, it's in uh, The original one is in Lombard and then Naperville. And it's a brewery. It's called Noon Whistle Brewing. And they had a beer at a bar that I went to for a Christmas, office Christmas party. It was 1 p.m. on a Wednesday. They had our Christmas party. Um, and we each got two drink tokens. So me being me, I'm like, hey, I'm going to get the highest alcohol beer you have on tap. And it happened to be this beer called Gummy Li- Gummy Apocalypse, which is a double IPA hazy, and it was the first time I ever had a d- hazy double IPA. And I drank two of them, got fucked up because my coworker was like, "I don't need my other one," so I drank a third one, and it was like eleven percent alcohol. And then it was like four p.m., and I had to go home. And the first place outside of the bar to the left was a Planned Parenthood. And I was, and it was just broad daylight, and I'm drunk outside of a planned parenthood, and I was like, "What? This is a work event." <laughs> <laughs> and that's my favorite beer. I fucking love that beer. We went to the brewery, me, Christian, and uh, my, one of my other friends, Cam, and his girlfriend, Natalie. We went to that brewery because they lived by it, and I was like, "Hell yeah, dude! I love this brewery. Let's go hang out." And we went there. Every single one of their other beers was disgusting, like not even drinkable. But the gummy apocalypse was so fucking good, man. It's a great name. <laughs> yeah. I do feel like I'd be remiss to say shout out to Planned Parenthood. And yeah. if you're a dude and you're thinking, wow, Roe v. Wade got overturned, maybe I should get a vasectomy. Uh, Planned Parenthood can probably do it for free. So check that shit out. Also, um, um, what men can do, and it doesn't really happen in Illinois, but in uh, purple or red states, you can volunteer at Planned Parenthood and be an escort. So you can yeah. escort people in and out of the Planned Parenthood. It's a good thing to do. And I just yeah. thought we'd balance out our little beer boy talk by reminding y'all that, you know, we are thoughtful, <laughs> forward-thinking individuals. If you made it past the 9-11, the 9/11 tangents and you made it to minute 53 of this podcast. And they were like, oh, my God, they're fucking pro-choice. <laughs> That's pretty rad. Yeah. That was my impression of a Californian. It was pretty good. Thank you. I've never been. Neither have I. I've been to Vegas. a hazy IPA. Yeah, hazy double IPA. The, my first. I'm gonna encounter... grab a PBR if I'm hanging out with people, PBR and if I'm feeling beer. fancy, fuck it. I do like a Miller High Life. It's an easy beer. Yeah. Um, 
I'm a slut for sours, though. Okay. But as of late, they hurt my little tummy. So I, so I've, I have only delved into the realm of, like, APAs and IPAs. So what is, like, an example of, like, a sour beer? A uh, classic sour would be, like, a Gosa um, okay. or Ghost. G-O-S-E. Ghost yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's a really uh, easy-to-drink, inoffensive, light, sour um, – there's some of them can be pretty refreshing. The Westbrook uh, Key Lime Ghost is really yummy. Okay. And Westbrook is a brewery here in town where I live. So I'm looking up for I'm looking for uh, Lagunitas because that's a big. The Chicago first sour brand. I had, the bartender was like, "Do you like balsamic vinegar?" And I was like, "I do." And he was like, "Then you're gonna love this twenty dollar beer." And I'm not gonna tell you the price until I've given it to you. <laughs> Did you know that the um, difference between an IPA and a sour is the fermentation process, and it's literally just a different type of bacteria that they use? That's hilarious. I don't know shit about beer except for that I do drink it. The first time – I am I am a uh, Illinois native. I lived in Wisconsin for one year in first grade, um, but it was Janesville, which, hey, if you're from Illinois or Wisconsin, you'll understand how you know Janesville isn't Wisconsin. Um, <clears throat> so – but I had an ex who um, had an ex who moved back to Massachusetts. Now, she was from uh, Wisconsin. And so we went up there uh, one I thought you were going to full stop there for a second. I was like, <laughs> cool. And I love Wisconsin. Um, but we went to a wedding up there, and we stopped in the city. And, uh, like, we went to the wedding. It was at a church. There was, like, a two-hour gap between the wedding and the reception. So we all went to this random bar. We d- I just ordered a drink that she ordered. And we hadn't eaten all day. And we're eating, we got an appetizer from the bar, bar food. It was uh, mini corn dogs, but the dog was a brat. And the cornbread was pretzel with homemade. Oh, so it was a pretzel brat. Yes, mini. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it was a mini corn dog, except for none of the key ingredients of corn dog were present in the snack. My brain, this is maybe how my brain works. My brain is, okay, I'm going to say mini corn dog. You picture what a mini corn dog looks like, and then you remove the hot dog with brat, and then you substitute the corn dog with pretzel. And then they had homemade mustard, homemade cheese sauce, and then we were drinking this beer, and I was about halfway through the beer, and I was fucked up. And I looked up, and it was a 12% IPA, and that was the first time I ever drank an IPA. And I was like, I love IPAs. <laughs> this is like the IPA. best experience. And now I love Wisconsin. I literally, every time I go to Wisconsin, I just like, we're moving to Wisconsin. We're going up north to Wisconsin. The only bad part about Wisconsin is how cold it gets in the winter. And that's literally the only bad part. Man. And some what of the What kind of beer do you think the Queen of England would have had to drink today if she didn't die? Um, if she didn't die? Um, yeah. I feel like Lizzie. Can, I can call her Lizzie. I knew her personally. I knew that, and I, you know what? For, sorry for your loss. Hey, I'm taking it really hard. Um, I feel like Lizzie would have loved to suckle down natural light. I think she was a natty woman. <laughs> yeah, all natural. You know, I only got to meet her the one time. Yeah. Um. But I'll never forget the way the Queen of England, Queen Elizabeth II, looked at me and said, I will die three months before they tell you I'm dead. And then she crushed the Natty Ice can uh, just against her skull and uh, kick-flipped on a corgi and left the room. 
I I actually heard she, so she obviously passed away peacefully. You know, wasn't yeah. You know, but the original injury extremely painful. It was lodged natural light can into the temple. It yeah. just cut the wrong way, just right in there. Uh, frail bones, famously because of the inbreeding, uh, right. and just pierced. And if they ain't a testament to natural light's superior can design, then I don't know what is. Natural light, kill your queen. Kill your queen. <laughs> oh, man. If she hadn't have been, like, pro-apartheid, I probably wouldn't be saying these things about her. If but, she hadn't uh, have been everything bad with white colonization, she probably would have been cool. If her husband hadn't been part of a pedophile ring, <laughs> uh, you know, I'd probably just eat my Pizza Express and go on my way. Uh, this is an extremely NFL subreddit meme. But great, uh, just exactly what our audience and me personally <laughs> are ready to hear. Patrick Mahomes is one of the best quarterbacks in the league right now. He's insanely talented. Plays for the Kansas City. And who Chiefs. does he play for? The Kansas City Chiefs. Ah, yeah, problematic name. We don't talk about it. Um, Change your name. So he's ex- insanely good. He's very young. I think he's only played three or four years. And he, um, somebody did this super long Reddit post about here's. Patrick Mahomes stats, but if we regress them to the mean, we can see he's actually just a slightly above average quarterback. And he got that person got flamed so hard on Reddit because it's like, yeah, man, you regressed all of his stats to average. Of course he's going to be average. I feel like that's the same energy as like, if she wasn't a colonizer, she probably would have been pretty chill. <laughs> if she hadn't have been such a monstrous person, we probably would have gotten along swimmingly. I'm so fucking stupid, man. I'd never see it coming. It's such a good bit. <laughs> because I've been bending down and not coming up with the glasses intentionally every now and then. That is what we call a bit viper. Bit vipers. <laughs> Are we closing it? I think we have to close it because we do have um, that <sighs> legally obligated to stop after an hour or we become insufferable. <laughs> oh, it took you a whole hour, huh? I think I hit that at minute five. I don't know. I thought that the whole bit about um, Luck of the Irish that didn't go anywhere was pretty good. Hey, Josh. Yeah. Do you feel like after this episode... <laughs> we've gotten any closer as friends yeah man i really do i really like how we bonded over uh camp and luck of the irish and amy klobuchar those are the three core tenets of what i think we're going to build this friendship on i agree and if you want to be part of the friendship follow us on instagram on tiktok on twitter FridgePod, FRJJ. I'm sticking with FridgePod. I've talked so much about this podcast IRL, and I'm I'm calling I'm all in on Fridge. FridgePod's fine. I love FridgePod. So make it a thing. Hey, Gretchen, I am gonna make yeah, Fridge guys. a thing. Get in the comments. Uh bye. <laughs> <laughs> bye, guys. You know where to find us. You knew who we were. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death 
in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook Games.